Welcome to What's Eric Eating, Culture Map's bi-weekly look at all things Houston bars and restaurants. I'm your host, Culture Map food editor Eric Sandler. This is the Thursday show where I have a conversation with people in the food world I think you'll want to hear from. They are the owners of Fusion Eats and Fusion Taco, which has three locations across the Houston area. Let me introduce you separately so people can hear your voices. Julia Sherabee, welcome to the show. Hey, it's now actually we got married um, a couple years ago, so it's Grossman now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. David, David Grossman, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for doing this. Julia, you mentioned you guys got married. I mean, you've been together for a really long time. I think as long as I've known yeah. either one of y'all. <laughs> so I, I really, I only do this when I have people who are married or in a, like a very like long-term committed relationship. But can we start by just talking about how you met? So we met in the summer of 2010 through a mutual friend. He kind of introduced us because we were both single and I went in and was introduced to him at a uh, branch water tavern, which, you know, was David's former restaurant. And, um, we just hit it off. We ended up going out to dinner or lunch or something like that on our you know, usual one day off. And that was pretty much that. And that was almost what, 14 years ago. Yeah. And July will be 14 years. And we got married in June of 2021, which was basically right before I got pregnant with our son. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think my my great grandmother was fond of saying something like, uh, "Don't count on your fingers and toes; just smile and say Mazel Tov." Right. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> we want exactly. to make it legitimate. So, yeah, David, let me let me bring you in on this because Julia mentioned Branchwater Tavern, which was, I mean, kind of a game changing Houston restaurant. I I don't know how many people remember it, but. You were kind of doing the farm to table thing. You were doing the whiskey thing before that was super trendy. Alba Huerta was working there long before Anvil or Julep or any of her other jobs. I mean, just just take me back to kind of those days and and kind of what you were what you were doing. Hmm. Well, um, at that time, I had recently moved back to Houston. I had uh, been living in New York City for a little while. And, you know, people I knew here in Houston just said, you know, I think you need to move back. It's really uh, the food scene is starting to get real good here and in the city. It's got a great vibe. And I, I came to visit and I, I just loved how everything was. And I was so happy to be back in my hometown and work at a couple places here in Houston. And uh, I met up with... Uh, Evan Turner. And over the next uh, year or so, we kind of solidified the ideas we had for the food and beverage program. Uh, we, you know, thought about the name and concept. And I worked on the menu and, you know, found the, the location, got it, got it open. Uh, those were really, really great times. Really loved that restaurant. And it was great to be a part of that time in the food community here in Houston. Yeah. I mean, Julia, I don't, I don't mean to 
short shrift you at all. I mean, you were one of the very first people to kind of do the gourmet food truck thing. So, so maybe just talk about your background and kind of how you got to Fusion Taco around the same time. Yeah, I was kind of interested in the food truck scene that was emerging in Los Angeles. And um, I think Roy Choi was the one who did that first, you know, Korean food truck. And it was just kind of blowing up and there was nothing here yet, but I knew it was coming. And so I got together with actually Don Smith. He's been a one of my best friends for many years. And I told him, I said, I think I want to do a food truck. There isn't anything like that here. And I knew I wanted to do something not just typical Tex-Mex tacos or taqueria tacos or whatever. I wanted to try and do something different. And um, we just talked about it. I said, what if we do not just Korean? What if we try and do like some Indians and Thai and kind of really mix it up? So I worked really, really hard for a year before that. At the time, the banks were not loaning any money. This was in like 2009, end of 2008 and 2009. And certainly no one wanted to give anybody money for a restaurant, let alone a food truck. Um, But I ended up meeting this woman at this bank that my mom introduced me to. And she ended up liking the concept and we just got really lucky. So it was funny, like I started, we didn't really have that much money. So we did our own kind of PR campaign and, you know, we made these little water bottles and had a little press release and we dropped them off anywhere and everywhere that we could get the address for and ended up, I ended up uh, getting a phone call from the Houston Business Journal and they did a big story and I ended up on the cover. So it was, you know, it was very exciting. It was a lot of fun. This is kind of before I was writing professionally, I was still just kind of a guy who like spending too much money at restaurants. But, (laughs) you know, I I think of you as part of this like early wave, you know, H-Town Streets with Jason and uh, and Matt and Good Dog and Pie Pizza Mm -hmm. and Bernie's Burger Bus. I mean, do you do you kind of look back on that? Like, was it exciting? Was it challenging? Like, what do you what do you kind of remember about those early, early days? I've known Matt for a long, long time and uh, Bernie's Burger Bus. I've known him for a long time, too. We actually used to do a lot of events together. He's a really great guy. Um, Yeah, it was fun. Of course, it was challenging. I mean, at one point I had two food trucks. You never knew what was going to happen. You know, it could be a flat tire to the generator not starting to you just (laughs) you never knew what you were going to get. But it was unlike anything I've ever done. And it certainly is a lot more um you're, you're a lot freer when you're out there on the road and getting to travel around and go to different places. You know, once you do restaurants, you're kind of, you're there, right? You're not, unless you, or you're catering, you're kind of at the restaurant. So yeah, it was, it was, we had a lot of fun, so much fun. Lots and lots of stories. I did, I used to do the farmer's market, you know, on East side with Tyler. And I did the one downtown at city hall every bar you can possibly imagine late night, you know, lunch, you know, it was just all about trying to, you know, book the the gigs. And I did a lot of catering too, which was a lot of fun. So yeah, I ended up when I met David, he thankfully let me use branch water as a commissary. So that was very helpful. That's true. Love. So to, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> 
Yep. I used to run the taco truck out of the back of branch water. So that was a lot of fun. David, let me, let me kind of bring you back in. I mean, you know, you, you wound up selling branch water and, and kind of moving on. What was it like kind of, kind of working with, you know, at this point, your like very serious girlfriend, you know, how do you kind of balance like putting, using your chef experience to kind of help her, but, but not like, but, but respecting that she had a, she had a pretty popular menu already. Sure. You know, we just share our experience and uh, ideas and I do what I can to help with the execution of certain items or sometimes if it's, if we need to dial it back a little bit in terms of certain items and maybe it's not something that's going to work or if it is something we need to be doing, I will uh, give my advice as far as that concerned. I mean, he's been, I mean, incredible and I wouldn't, like, I didn't know how to do a lot of this stuff, but just in terms of executing everything, you know, creating these recipe books, you know, by the gram, which basically if you can read, you know, you should be able to replicate this food. So that's a big part of it. Food cost, technique, pretty much everything he's in control of in the kitchen. Yeah. Talk about kind of making that transition from food truck to your first restaurant location. I don't know if I call it the Heights, the Heights people will be mad at with, will be mad at me, but I'm, I'm going to call it the Heights. Well, the first one was on Congress. Remember? Oh, that's downtown. right. You were downtown. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we lived downtown at the time. Um, we took over that location on Congress and you know, it was, it was fun. I still had one taco truck then. So we did a whole lot of catering out of there and it was a great spot. Um, unfortunately they tore up all the streets on both sides to, you know, build parking garages and everything else. So that was a little bit rough, but we had a great time there. Unfortunately, hurricane Harvey did a serious number on the building we were in and it just for us was definitely not worth staying there. At the time, we had already opened up North Main, and we did sustain some pretty serious damage at that location, too, which was very odd. But, it, you know, I don't think anybody escaped Hurricane Harvey. Um, but, you know, I had managed restaurants for a long time before I ever did a food truck. So I, I'm, I was pretty familiar. And obviously, David has worked in some of the best restaurants in the country. So I don't think that that was too far of a stretch for us to to both be there but we just wanted to one thing we wanted to do was have a good vibe have a good you know a, a great environment and good service and just put out a good product for a a good value well yeah and, and we're being, still we're still doing that yeah and being in market square was kind of a nice transition because it it still had that like late night component uh, yeah, that you would have had from the food truck. So it, it was like a, it was great. A lot of overlapping customer base, I would think. Right. And there were so many events, you know, going on in market square at that time. And I got to do stuff in discovery green. I mean, we had a great time. It was awesome. So tell me kind of how did the, how did the menu evolve once you, once you got off the truck and you had access to a full kitchen? I would say, um, I'd say half the, the stuff that's on there came from me at the restaurants and half of it came from David. You know, David is a lot more elevated than I am, obviously, with his background as a chef. But 
he has definitely helped me. I have a ton of ideas <laughs> and he's like, are you going to execute it? That's his big thing. I, you have all these <laughs> great ideas, but are you going to execute it? That's what I want to know. Who's going to be making all this stuff. So um, we wanted to put, you know, some interesting stuff on there that no one else was doing. And I think we have that. And I think one of the great things about being in Montrose is that there legitimately are so many people that come in now to this location and they don't know, they don't know about the food truck. They never knew about Fusion Taco and they've never heard of us. So it's, I mean, it's kind of like, does it hurt your feelings? Maybe a little bit, but I'm actually happy because they're just like, this is great. This is amazing. And it's just, you know, so I'm happy to be in front of a whole new audience. It seems like, and we just need to get the word out there that, you know, our food, we take great care and great pride in trying to put out a good product for um, a great price. And now we're doing the same thing with, you know, the bar. We have a great cocktail menu. We do brunch now on Saturday and Sunday, and we're just going to continue to add some and rotate some new interesting, you know, menu items. Yeah. Tell me about I mean, you know, nominally, you know, we're doing this because you just opened up in Montrose, which is uh, a story you've been working on for a while. I mean, tell me, how's it how's it going? Because you're you're in such an interesting, you know, Taft and Fairview. You're in such an interesting corner with Kuchara and Bohem. It's always been kind of a bustling area for dining. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's me now and then Elro just opened up and there is a bar opening up at the end of like at Genesee and um, Tuam, and I think it's a great corner. And people, you know, it seems like such a little, um, like little streets and there's not even a stoplight, it's just stop signs, but there is some serious traffic at that four-way stop sign, I'm telling you. You know, people walk, people ride their bikes, they Uber, I, I think it's just a great corner and I would love to have more restaurants and more bars in that little area. So it could just be one big, party one big block party and i think all of us are so different and that's what makes it really interesting and it, it's all small business owners and like anna she does an, an incredible job and you know morgan i've known him for a long time so i'm i'm very happy to be there you know i used to take my food truck to montrose i don't multiple nights a week and i actually used to take my truck once a week, sometimes more to Dean's, which was like one block over on the other side on Fairview. And so I spent a lot of time there. So I, I love being there. I love the neighborhood. I love the people. I, I just really like the community a lot. I'm so happy, so happy to be there. And we're doing well. We are very um, anxious for the weather to, I mean, today it's gorgeous, but of course, you know, we're closed <laughs> on Mondays, but <laughs> Um, you know, it'll probably rain tomorrow, but, you know, we're anxious for spring to come and, you know, we're doing some cool stuff. We're going to have a DJ every Sunday beginning, uh, this next week. We're also doing uh, fusion first Sundays with, uh, bunnies on the bayou. So they're out there the first Sunday of every month. So I'm happy. I'm happy. We're working hard and, and the words getting out there and hopefully, you know, talking to you will <laughs> help that even more. I, have, I, I mean, that's that's the, you know, the reason that we we do this is to help get the word out. I, I mean, I like that you're doing Bunnies on the Bayou. I like that you're going to have a DJ because I, 
you know, it's it becomes sort of cliche. Everyone says they're going to do the next Lestrada. I, I don't know that there will ever be well, another. I'm serious about it, Eric. I'm dead serious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I that may be hard to recreate, but but you're. In, I know you're I'm on the right. You. You're on the right track. Yeah. No, that place was incredible. Um, but yeah, that's you know I, I like that scene. That's kind of the vibe I'm going for. We are using her name's DJ Rock City. She's going to be there every Sunday. We had her. We launched the first bunnies event on February 4th and we had incredible turnout and the, the vibe was so good. The music was so amazing and so familiar. Everyone had an incredible time. So I, I could not have been happier. David, I mean, you know, I, I know people probably have been to one of the locations at some point, but, you know, thinking about as you're introducing yourself to a new group of diners in Montrose, I mean, what do you, where do you start? I mean, the menu's got so many different choices. Where do you kind of suggest people start their exploration? Well, uh, I suggest that they try some of the tacos and start there first. I really like many of our seafood uh, options, like the shrimp tempura taco and the tuna poke taco are very delicious. And the oyster. And the oyster taco, very tasty as well. It's a few of my favorites. But I always recommend they sort of explore the the taco menu. So you can kind of get an idea of kind of what we do, right? You can just buy a taco instead of buying an entire, you know, meal. So I, I agree with that. I think I always tell people if, if they've never been there, try, you know, try some of the tacos. And, you know, I love the Thai chicken. That Thai chicken has been on the menu since I had the food truck. Um, the lamb kima is great. One thing that we were really serious about and desperately trying to do is that if we say it's chicken tikka, we really try and make it authentic. The same with the um, shrimp tempura. We want everything to be individual and be legitimate. From falafel to the Thai chicken, you know, we want it to be authentic. Yeah, I mean, David... Talk a little bit about like uh, the the prep or the the work that goes on behind the scenes to to fulfill that commitment because, I mean, they really are, I mean, like that shrimp tempura that I had when I was there a few weeks ago. I mean that that tempura could be on any Japanese menu anywhere in the city, you know, from my perspective. And well, thank you. You know, things like that are not difficult to do. It's just a matter of you know training your staff properly and making sure that you're using this certain technique each time. Things like tempura especially are not really about a recipe. They're really about a technique. Um, as far as, you know, everything else we do, we just want to make sure that we start out with the basic step of making sure that we run our uh, kitchen operation in a very organized and clean manner. And then that makes it easier for the, the cooks to do their job and to do things efficiently and to follow the techniques and recipes the proper way if they're working in a more organized fashion. Julia, I mean, what are your, what are maybe your couple of favorite tacos? What do you sort of suggest people start? Um, the grilled redfish is one of my favorite tacos. Um, I eat the Thai chicken taco for whatever reason, multiple times a week. And we make all the tortillas in-house. So I, I think that 
you know, that makes every taco better for sure. No matter which one it is. But I also really like the falafel. If, you know, if you like falafel, you know, that recipe is straight from Israel. And we make everything from scratch, from the hummus to the tahini. And I, I just, I really love that one. And I think I mentioned the lamb kima. Um, we also have, um, you know, cremini mushroom. One thing we do have a lot of is we have a lot of vegetarian options. So we have several vegan options. So people don't realize that a lot of time because we don't focus on that when we're, you know, marketing ourselves, but it definitely exists and they're, and they're absolutely delicious. We have an agadashi tofu taco that is absolutely amazing. And so if anybody is vegetarian or vegan, you know, we have them covered for sure. And our salads are very, very good too. Yeah. So like you said, you've been, you've been open in, in Montrose for a couple of months now. It sounds like it's, it's off to a pretty strong start. I mean, what are your, what are your aspirations? Where would you like to be, you know, six months or a year in? Um, you mean, where would we like to be there or where would we like to be in general? Either. Um, well, we, you know, I want to get to a place where we get really involved with the Montrose community. We, the people that live there are amazing. You know, some of our customers that live in that neighborhood have lived there for 20 plus years and they have been so helpful. And I'm telling you, they have been so nice to us and have tried to really get the word out to their friends and neighbors. Um, I want to continue just to there to do a good job and, and work hard and make people happy and make good food, make good cocktails, have a bunch of block parties and, just have a good time there. I mean, I, I love it so far, but you know, where we go in terms of another location, that's definitely going to happen. We don't know where, but it probably won't happen. You know, maybe we'll start getting serious about it, you know, next year. Yeah, I was obviously that that was the, the logical next question. I mean, do you have neighborhoods in mind? I mean, it seems like, uh, you know, there's a lot of excitement kind of in the Memorial Spring Branch area. Right. There's yeah. stuff opening in Bel Air all the time. I mean, there's, you know, it, it might finally be time to go outside the loop. Absolutely. You know, I had always said we, I want to be real close to all of them. So we know for sure that the next one will be outside the loop. 100%. Not the woodlands yet, but, <laughs> you know, Bel Air, Spring Branch, for sure. I'm, I'm all about it. 100%. All right. Well, I have to say that does bring me to the end of my questions. Is there something I haven't asked you about that you would like to discuss? Uh, I don't think so. I thought you did a, a pretty amazing job. I mean, I loved all the questions and what you know, you know, that's what you do for a living. So, <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's a whole bunch of old shit that we're not like, that's a long time ago that we're not going to worry about. I think we're going to, we're going to leave all the the old stuff in the past and, and focus on the future. Cause that's, that's kind of what we do here. Absolutely. I love it. It's been fun. All right. Well, thank you. Give us the website, give us the social media. How can people follow what you're up to? Uh, you can find us at fusion Houston.com and uh, on Instagram, it's fusion eats taco. Very good. Yep. So we, 
Fusion Eats is that uh, we have one at Nine Greenway Plaza that is open until 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. It's literally across from Lifetime Fitness. Our Montrose location is at 302 Fairview. We're open Tuesday through Sunday. And Fusion Taco in the Heights is at 4706 North Main. And we're also open Tuesday through Sunday there as well. All right. Well, Julie and David, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so good to talk to you. Pleasure as always. You can follow me on Instagram at Eric Sandler. Keep it locked on culturemap.com for all the latest Houston bar and restaurant news. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back next week.